0: Welcome to the Palette Talks Podcast.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Jason, and you're listening to the Palette Talks Podcast. Uh, In this beautiful day, uh, we're joined by an amazing music producer. I'm hailing from France uh personally i've been listening to some of his music for quite some time for over a year now so it's hong shu everyone hey man welcome to the show yo hey how are you man i'm doing really well how's it going man
0: everything's great i'm just uh, chilling right now and i'm really happy to be here and to talk with you yeah man
1: thank you so much for your time um and i'm so glad i have so much uh things that I really want to talk about. So, um for everyone listening out there, um why don't you tell us uh who you are, what do you do and a little bit of yourself and we'll go from there.
0: Okay. So, my real name is Adrian, but my producer name I'm a music producer and I produce lo-fi and chill hip-hop beats. I started uh, my music journey like one year ago Mm -hmm. and yeah i just like the community and producing beats i use a computer and a sp404 sx to make my music Mm -hmm. i'm also into other hobbies like film photography and i play the piano especially jazz Mm -hmm. i think that uh, some cool things in the community is just working with other people and So you can see that I have many collabs and yeah, I just like to connect with people. And that's why I make beats because you can also meet great people and just have lots of fun.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think collaborations are one of the things that make this scene very fun and very uh, fascinating. And I, I actually saw that you've been doing collaborations with a lot of people. I saw that you've been working together with Caleb Belkin, Tai Su Lightfoot, and a bunch of other amazing producers. So I'm wondering, how do collaborations work for you? Like, um, do you reach out to them or do they reach out to you? Is it a part of your strategy or is it just something natural and organic that you kind of come up?
0: Uh, It depends for how we do it, but uh, most of the time, I just become friends with other producers, and we talk, and then uh, we think that it could be great to mix our vibes and technique to create something unique. So I started to talk with some producers when I got into Lo-Fi, and when I thought that it was a great moment to work together, I asked them and so most of the time someone is working on the main sample and melody basis and the other one comes up with drums and then we just we just work together it's just to have fun you know we don't have a specific way to do it we just see and we work on it until we are proud of it and the most important is just to have fun you know Mm. it's Not to do collabs or release with bigger artists, but just about uh, trying new things and uh, sounding different.
1: 100%. I think, especially with these uh, low vice scene, I think it's really important to stand out and really produce music that you love. You know, a lot of people have been just making music. You know, I have no judgments. I think it's okay. But a lot of people have been just trying to fit in. And they're not doing something that they actually enjoy doing. They are making beats that they're just doing it because they know a lot of people will like it, but they don't personally like it. But I think that's interesting when you said that it's actually just about trying to have fun, right? It's music, you know, it's something that speaks to the audience emotionally. I think it has a big impact on that emotional level. So I think producers and artists have done a really great job, especially you, uh, just trying to make it fun, try to make it lively and, you know, colorful.
0: Yeah. Yo, man, I appreciate that. And yeah, totally. Lots of people are, or got into lo-fi to make beats because it was kind of mainstream a few years ago. Yeah. But I don't think that this makes sense because if you are just doing this, Uh, to do it and not finding any reason or something personal Mm. you will stop because it makes no sense even even though you have lots of listeners you will have nothing from all this work Mm. and that's why i also think that we shouldn't and i'm the first one to tell this we shouldn't uh stay into lo-fi like we shouldn't think that lo-fi is something really specific rules and stuff we need to respect and we should just do our music to have fun if you think that basic or classic lo-fi isn't fun anymore mm. you can do whatever you want and you can also call it lo-fi because it needs to be lo-fi to you it can have lots of elements from other music genres mm. it's not a problem because you just need to like what you do and enjoy Because if you do it just because you think that other people would like it, you should stop because it makes no sense. You can maybe find another hobby Mm. that you will really like, but then I don't think that producing is made for you. Yeah, I totally agree with that
1: 100%. Because I've been speaking to uh, some producers that I've seen, uh, their upcoming releases is actually in a worldly perspective. Is different from Lovi. I wouldn't even call it Lovi, even though they came out from the roots of Lovi music. But it's uh it's incredible seeing people trying other genres, trying different styles of music. I think it's fun for them, and I think it's really important to, you know, it's okay if you want to try uh some other types of music or even doing other activities aside from music. I think there's a level of judgment that some people get. You know, because, oh, I've been getting lots of listeners or I've been working with amazing people. So I just need to stick with what I'm good at. But instead, they don't, you know, they don't try the things that they actually have been wanting to do. And I think it cripples them in the inside, right? Like you said, you eventually will burn out. You know, eventually you get tired of it because, like, there's no more passion in there. There's no more, there's no, fire inside of your heart that like pushes you you know it, it, it just it, it's something that's very interesting and i think a lot of people um should understand that in a in a in a bigger perspective you know
0: um, yeah totally and also you talked about uh, people who are creating something different from LoFi, but they are scared of releasing it because it doesn't fit like what their audience is used to. Mm. And I can understand this, because we see that many artists, like classic lover artists, like Elijah Hu, for example, mm. are moving into an experimental and ambient sound. Mm. And some of their fans aren't happy, but that's not a problem. They can still listen to the old music and try to discover something new. I also have, I made lots of music but I didn't release them because I didn't think it was a great thing mm. for my listeners. But no, if I had to do it again, I would just release it because I love making it. And it just shows what I feel and how oh, I want to, to tell a story. You know? So mm. people should really not be scared about releasing something. Even if they are known as a lo-fi artist mm. or as a specific genre. Even if you are a rapper, you can make a song where you sing or just beats, just do what you like and that's not even only in music, just everywhere. Try new things and don't don't think about how people will will like it because you can be sure that you will like it and at least one people on earth hmm. one person on earth will like it and support you.
2: Yeah, and but,
1: I
0: think and we should be grateful
1: yeah a hundred percent and I think uh definitely there's a dilemma because like uh, you want to release different types of music, but like what about your listeners right? You've been building this community of people who like Lovi music. you know i've I've talked to some people as well, and they've actually created a, a different alias for their different types of genres, so instead of so it, it will not mess up the algorithms of their artist page because they actually create a new page for that so it's it's incredible it's, it's fascinating to see people with three different spotify pages with three different genres but actually they're the same person uh, they're just the outflow of these creative ideas so i think that's uh that could be helpful for some people just uh you know do it under a different name um it won't mess up your algorithm but it will make you happy uh from the inside
0: Yeah, I agree. I already thought about doing this to release my, uh, I want to get into house and jazz house music, you know, kind of different styles, and also for my jazz composition. Mm -hmm. And so I already thought about creating other artists, but I just think that it's still not the right moment. But if you are struggling with choosing what you should release, and if you do more genres, i totally recommend to do that that's a great thing because you will be the same person behind this but people can choose if they want to listen to you in this way or to you in another way Hmm. so yeah just create another artist and release what you want to release
1: yeah and uh i think you put it very simply very simple sorry um and i think that's That's very good because a lot of artists and producers are overthinking it. They they overthink the process, the strategies, and in the end, they're not doing what they truly enjoy because they've just they have so much things in their mind, right? That obstruct them eventually creatively, uh, not allowing them to truly make the music or make those ideas that are stuck in their head. And putting them out to the world, so I think I think that's a really um, that's a really interesting point that you said. Yeah. So um, I'm actually interested in your backstory. Um, before we move on any further, let's go backwards. So you said that you started uh, with Honshu um, a little over a year ago. So that's actually pretty recent. Uh, but how did you first start making music like when did it happen and
0: how did that becomes um okay so actually it was about one and a half year ago mm. october 2018 and in france we have school vacation for two weeks during this month mm. so i just was in the south of france relaxing and I had my old synthesizer to practice the piano. Mm. I knew how to use a uh, music production software because I already experimented it as a kid, but just to do random things that I, for fun. So I knew the basic uh, basic things, and I already knew LoFi like in 2016, and I listened to it a lot. Mm. But then it just stopped, and at this time I really got back into lo-fi and also started about film picture and other hobbies and that just linked me to that community Mm. and so yeah i started talking with some producers just to know more about how they work and what they think about this and so the next day i just went to a store and got a cable to link my synthesizer to my computer wow played four piano chords Added a simple drum beat, and that was my first beat. It was trash, but it was the beginning. Mm. And everything you will do, I do not talk about stuff you release or you show, but the first thing you will do will be terrible. Yeah. If it's a song or a podcast, a book, everything, you just need to continue and practice. Because, yeah, my first music was really bad, and I just released it on SoundCloud, shared it with a few friends, you know? Mm. And I think that maybe four or five months later, I really got into the community and started making more decent beats. But yeah, I just started one day, and I didn't know if I would like it. And I think that's kind of like the talk you had with uh, the other artists last day about trying something new. Mm. And that's just what I did. So I totally understand uh, people. That are encouraging others to just try something and see if you like it because no, it's one of my main hobbies. And if I look back, I can see that if I, where I am now, it, I couldn't be there if I didn't start like I did. So yeah, you shouldn't be scared about beginning slowly and with maybe not so great sounds, but yeah, just start doing things like. I did, and see if you like it. Experiment. Wow, that's some wisdom right there. Uh, but it's it's
1: amazing that you actually started it on 2018 during your school vacation, right? Yeah, exactly. So, what what went into your mind? What makes you motivated? I would say to all right, I really want to try this out and put in the work instead of just meddling in. But like, what? gives you that eureka moment that puts you to like i really want to try something but this time for real for real uh and and that's lovi music what went into your mind then
0: oh i think that my days were kind of boring at this time so you know i was just living my days maybe losing some time spending on the phone or doing random things and i i had a hobby that was playing the piano yeah it was just there and so yeah i was like yeah no do something just try it you have been waiting a lot of time to do things no just go ahead get that cable start playing these chords and go for it and i think that listening a lot to lofi at this time and just to see what my favorite producers could do that was a big motivation and inspiration so yeah just like, I just thought that it was the right moment. Mm. And usually when I have an idea or something I want to do, I do it directly because I feel like this is how it should be, you know?
1: Yeah, just do it directly. Uh, and definitely just not overthinking it. And you actually said something about like, your first beats will, will always suck. Um, I mean, like, usually it, it's always terrible. I think not just speech, but like in everything that we do. Like my, my first post is really bad. My first time talking, you know, in front of a a big audience is 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 bad. Um so but you started it out, right? You just whatever and you just posted it on SoundCloud and then you went on to your next releases and so on and so forth. But I think a lot of people have been struggling with facing the judgments that their work sucks you know like especially with friends i think especially in this um social media era i would say like i've seen younger people especially struggle with trying to put out something out there they really want to do it but they're scared because what if their friends um think it's bad you know like they are too scared facing those judgments. But people like you, people like us, like we faced it. Like I know maybe we have our differences in how uh we see judgments and opinions of others, but did that occur to you? Did that happen to you? Like, oh, I don't think it's something good for you, or is it like do you have those opposition coming out for you? I think
0: that in the beginning I had not this kind of feelings, mm-hmm. but as my music became different and better and better because I was just like getting more tips and more habits. I think that I got more struggles about what I should release because I always wanted to be better than what I did before. But also, I don't think that uh, I had some social pressure from other people mm-hmm. in my in my community like. Friends or people i know because i totally agree that in friends at our age there are lots of people uh, judging pictures or i don't know everything <clears throat> outfits haircuts ways to talk and
2: stuff yeah. but i think that i just i knew that
0: i was nothing special and so i i had nothing to lose and Nothing to be judged for because I just did my music and released it. Nobody has to listen to your music. So why should you struggle? If people don't like it, they don't like it and they won't listen to it. But if you know that you and even one other person enjoys it, and I had some friends enjoying it, that's, that's so great. I mean, you don't even think about what could happen otherwise.
1: Yeah. Well, that's actually, I really, wow, that's a good perspective. Like putting yourself in a very humbling position, like you've got nothing to lose. So, what would happen, anyways? And understanding that people have, ultimately, people have the decisions to decide whether, you know, they want to listen to your music or they don't want to listen to your music or, or they think that music is good or it's bad. Like, but when you know you're doing it because you enjoy doing it, those opinions don't really matter, you know? And, and you just keep on doing what you love. And especially when you can give some love for others, like people are being blessed through what you do. That's another different kind of feeling, you know, to, to make people stay.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Like, it's also about the audience you got, you know? Some people may struggle because they have one listener or 10 or even 30 but you know what that means that means that maybe 10 people like what you and you did it because you have fun so just if it's 10 people that's already crazy because it means that 10 10 people support your hobby and what you do to have fun lots of people are like yeah i have no listeners i want to be a playlist and stuff Hmm. and i also felt like this and know that I have more than like two hundred thousand listeners. and yeah. I, I see that. At first, I was kind of yeah, this will come down one day, and I would be bad. But now I just feel like even if you have one people supporting you for thirty or ten, not a big amount, that's already crazy mm-hmm. because it just means that some people are following what you do, and you shouldn't be scared to be to be mocked because you have only a few listeners, you know, that your friends say that it's proud or something like that, and that nobody listens to stuff because that's already really big. And if people realize this, I think that they will be about releasing this stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of times we think of those numbers as just statistics. But when you think about it as people, different people 10 different people from different backgrounds and different problems and different work and different you know um taste listen to your music like it opens up your mind to a different perspective like 10 real people are listening to my music and it just changes everything um but of course you don't have 10 monthly listener at least for now you have over 200,000 monthly listeners and that's uh something that i think you should be proud of of course like you're gonna get further up like the possibilities are endless but i saw that your biggest song uh trees right for now at least yeah. your biggest songs is uh from your album quiet right and in- it, yeah exactly. it has garnered over a million two hundred and thirty i checked out before um and what's fascinating about
0: it is the fact that it's actually independently released is that right yeah totally before just by myself
2: and that's kind of crazy because uh nobody almost
0: replay spot is only by Best collectors, final digital or chill beats or like big records, you know? Yeah. And some people just got lucky like me. And I'm just so grateful because I could never think that this would happen. Also, because this song, I think, is not too like classic profile and it still ended up in profile. And I think that this is great because it shows that people out there at Qualify. Now, I realize that lo fi is just not simple lo fi because they also feature people like Light mm. that are making and have a pretty special vibe and style that is amazing. And yeah, getting there independently was just insane. Like, I cannot even still realize what all these numbers are and mm. how this all happened. And that's why i really and I will forever be grateful for. This time in the training. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's really crazy because a lot of time the uh, producers have their top songs are actually part either of a compilation or a release with uh, big record labels or big curators. And but somehow you can independently show to people that your independent releases can actually work. And I think that's that's very interesting because a lot of times people think that the music scene or the lovi scene, I would say, is kind of rigged. Like you can only win if you are working with labels or uh, you're doing things here and there. Of course, the chances of, I would say, I mean, I'm just be frank, to explode. uh, If you're working with record labels, the chances are much higher, but somehow you can go way beyond those barriers um so what happened there um when did you first start to realize that oh i think this is this is getting
2: bigger and bigger
0: oh so i the day it released on january 10th i just like waited until 12 uh, p.m you know to check the release and stuff mm. and then uh, so yeah everything was all right All drives there the cover was not blurry and stuff, so I just went to bed. And then, on the morning, I just see 20 people listening now. And that was a lot to me, because I always, like, maybe 5 or 10. Mm. And I checked the stream, and it was, like, 700. So, yeah, I keep uh, doing my stuff. I was, like, whoa, cool. Some people already checked it out. And then I go to school and live my day normally. and. When I come back for lunch at like twelve, I check my Spotify and they say 40 people listening now. Wow. So I was wait, that doesn't sound like a usual thing, even though I have a release I never did. So I just go on low
2: search for my name, and I check on three different
0: phones and computers <laughs> to make sure that it was not something wrong. And then the next days were just crazy like. You just go up with listeners and audience, and yeah, it just feels so great because you did this for the fun and had a lot of fun with this track. And you know, who's one of the 12 tracks to submit? And that was the one. And so, yeah, it was just insane. I didn't even really realize what happened.
1: Yeah, I mean, like that feeling must be really crazy, especially like you go to bed and then you go to school and then like at lunch, you check over 40 people are listening to your music. At that moment, like, you know, something good is happening. Uh, and, yeah, and especially you, you release an album and you've got a lot of songs there, but you can only have one shot because you only can choose one song, right? that you think would do well for the playlist pitching through the uh, editorial playlist so it's wow it's it's truly incredible because um, Um, it's really hard to be able to get onto those playlists I think a lot of people have been thinking like nah there's it's not gonna happen like they're only gonna pick up those uh, songs from big producers but no, actually, you can get into those playlists. Um, as long as your song is good.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, and also this uh, makes me want to to tell that just everybody can do it. I had no record label or no specific help. And I love my song, but I mean, it's still a decent beat, so you should not scared or think that your music won't be out there and just try keep it simple you know like I know record labels make really special pitches and write a lot about the track you know make it really mm. professional and I just wrote here is my new track with Lightfoot enjoy listening and it works so guys don't worry if you think that you don't do things right keep it simple and just
2: your fingers crossed yep you gotta fingers crossed um and and i think that's that's uh something
1: that people should hear because it's it's really hard to be honest for some people it's i would say challenging to thrive in the scene especially now we're seeing like if you said before that the lovi scene especially in this last two years have been really growing very fast and especially with the pandemic and everything that's going that's been going on a lot of people and theoret- theoretically i would say people are getting more stressed uh staying and working from home so they need to play chill beats uh-huh, or uh lofi beats I mean, uh, I mean. so so now even it, it goes further up it goes even more um exposure uh, especially for lovi music so it's it's really crowded, I would say, right now, um, and it's really hard to stand out in these times because lo-fi beats feel like cafe music, or it feels like it's something that just kind of flow. So people don't really can differentiate, you know, each songs from each artist's. So what mm. do you think about that? How how do you think you can make Lovi music that's original and people can love it for what it is instead of it being just a Lovi beat.
0: Okay, so first of all, I think that a lot of people think that lofi is kind of dead, you know. Some people are saying that it's no old, no, that mainstream anymore, like Golden Era around, around mm-hmm. 2017, and no, they don't want to hear it anymore. But I think that. The golden era of lo-fi is low well because you see so many artists that are making lo-fi it's way more than lo-fi and the community it's way more big and open and it has never been so well done. So if you are a producer and you would like to come into the lo-fi game, even though it looks
2: coded, you can just start and see what will happen
0: because a classic lo-fi beat still has chances to blow up and stuff, but first of all, if you try to blow up, it may not happen, so don't think about this. Then you can try to experiment new style. There are these classic lo-fi artists who have a specific mm. genre. So how about you creating your own vibe and stuff using some new instruments or percussions or drum loops that have something
2: that makes that makes you think that this artist made it mm-hmm. you know like
0: creating your own sound and really don't care about doing something else in lo because just a name we choose lo-fi to approximately know what we are yeah. doing but I don't think that this is important so if you want to do a low vibe beat that is original and that people like, try to do it and do it personal. Like, don't do it just for the while, but try to tell a story, a memory, or share a feeling. And if people can live your feeling, your story, while living their own story and memory again while listening, then you got it because music is not just something to do for fun or it can also be that, but I think
2: that more about sharing something personal. So create your own story in your music and you will enjoy it. Yeah, I think um, it's always
1: important to understand that music will feel different when you're telling a story. It's really hard to describe a a certain memory or a certain story or a certain feeling with words, and some people can portray that those things that are happening inside them through music and I think music is a really good way for people to let it flow to let it out, and I think that will be a very good place to start or to experiment with lovi music um so. Even if it's crowded, even if it's saturated, just come and experiment. What if this next beat that you're making is actually
2: something that will change you personally? Uh, so I think that's a really good
0: way to see it. Yeah. Yeah, for real.
1: And, and you also talked before about like community. And one thing that I just genuinely love about the Lovi community is. Is that everybody is just supportive. Like you, and you can Mm -hmm. really meet others through people. Like it's a word of mouth game. And like, oh, I know this person. And like, oh, yeah, I also know this person. And you can kind of collab together or work together. And this very supportive community is, I think it's going to be really helpful for people because you understand that you're facing the same problems. The same struggles. So, like, it's a good way to help each other.
0: Yeah, everybody is welcome to just come and send us your beats or just chat, ask some tips, or just get to know each other. The community is always open and you always find producers or even me. If you are a producer and want to try or come into the community, we will always be open to new people and that's what we love because there will always be something new to know and to meet you know yeah so
1: for all the people out there you're still new to with lova you're still new with the community feel free to just DM us feel free to uh connect with us just get to know us you know we'll n- we're not going to um demand something out of you or uh, do some um bad things for you or we're gonna judge you No, we're here for yeah, exactly. supporting each other and i think uh yeah don't be scared if if you want to reach out to the producers to the artists um i think they'll they will be glad to help
0: yeah i experienced exactly the same situation when i started so why should people have this changes you know?
1: Yeah. And, and it's, it's something that everybody can do because sometimes if you need to talk, um, like in real life, a lot of people struggle, uh, because like, you know, you gotta say it smoothly. you gotta do it with a, with the right way, with the right pitch, but you know, with just messages, you can just think about, Oh, what should I write for this person? Right? So I think everybody can do it as long as you have a phone. Or you're connected to the internet, you can do it. You can think about it. You can just um, brainstorm on what you wanna say, on what you wanna ask. So I think there is no more excuses. There are no more excuses for people to start
2: this and get to learn something new.
0: And yeah, also, uh, as a producer, I can tell to every new producer or hesitating producer. You don't need tons of hardware. I made my beat only with my computer until two weeks ago, where I got my Otherwise, everything was fully made on F3,
2: on F3 uh, software on my mm-hmm. computer.
0: Even if it's not Ableton or FS Studio or some professional stuff, just do your beat and that's it. I never Got into lots of software. I just have a computer speaker, and that's it. No, my SP for acid and make other types mm-hmm. of it. But yeah, you don't need to be scared because you have nothing because you you don't need anything.
2: Yeah, so it's
1: okay to start with uh, no expensive equipments or you know a lot of people just uh, think that they cannot do anything because they. Don't have those softwares or they don't have uh, the instruments, like, and they're really expensive. But I think if you really uh, am passionate about it, you will do whatever it takes to do it, even when you don't have that uh, software or the hardware. But you can still make music, especially in 2020. I think you definitely can mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you started with just what did you start with? FL Studio or
0: no, man? I started with oh, GarageBand, and I this is the real deal. All of my beats are made for GarageBand. I mean, it's a free yep. software. There is nothing special in it, but I just found ways to use it. to have everything I want with effects, mastering, just using and creating every part of a song so i'm nothing special so i mean everybody can try that maybe it won't work for you maybe you're but don't hesitate to try using something even if people in the community think that it's a bad thing it doesn't mean that it is for everybody so yeah i just start with the Mm free software and I still make like 90% of my music on it just using my SP and some other software sometimes. But yeah, software or hardware doesn't mean mm. anything. Why it was made fully on GarageBand. Wow,
2: Band. wow that's, that's really cool.
1: Because a lot of people are underestimating GarageBand because it's like, you know, it's free and it's out there. Yeah, for real. But to make something beautiful out of that, man. Like, I think the people out there don't have any more
2: excuses. (laughs) You can literally do anything.
0: Yeah, just try and experience. See if you like it. If not, try something else. Don't stay stuck because you think that people won't appreciate this. Because it doesn't mean anything. I, almost nobody knows what software I'm using. And that's great, too. And, I mean, what you do is music. You don't do it to use a special hardware or software. So, yeah, just create
2: and use everything you can and be creative.
1: Definitely, definitely. So, um, I'm going to talk. I'm a, i want to talk more right now about like the future so do you have any plans maybe in your mind of what you want to do in the next
2: month or the next year or the next five years do you have any plans at all actually i read for
0: a long time like still studying in high school so And music is a hobby like I produce beats but I want. And I hope that I will keep it. But I'm also not scared of not liking it anymore one day, because that will just be the thing. And you cannot choose. So for the coming months, I'm trying to produce a new album. But it's taking a Mm -hmm. lot of time, because I'm working on it since February. And I have one track so far. So it takes a lot of time. And for the coming years, I just hope to continue creating beats with uh, the artists I like and that uh, community vibe and just not uh, get too lonely and there. Like, keep connecting yeah. with people and never, the one thing I really want is never stop learning something. You can always learn something new, always try something new. And so, my plans for the coming years are just to continue making beats, try new genres, and keep providing uh, my music for people who want it. Maybe work with some labels mm-hmm. or singers, mm-hmm. just enjoy my music, and don't forget how I reached, why I reached. Always look back and just uh, be grateful for everything that happened, you know?
2: Yeah, I think. Wow, yeah, that's really good. And I think uh, you you just got to take it slow, right?
1: Um, There's no need to rush. Um, Exactly. It it takes time to definitely for a release and definitely for an album. It will take quite some time and and that's okay. There's no need to rush. Um, Just tell your story, tell your emotions. And I believe
2: that good things are waiting in the future.
0: Yeah, I hope so. And as well, I will keep releasing singles and collaborations at single releases. So yeah, just be patient. And I will be patient too and try to hear my next story that I'm writing and composing right now.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So uh, before we wrap this up, um, do you have any messages or advices for people out there just to post, uh post this um do you have any advices or messages for
2: the people listening out there
0: yeah i want to tell a few things first of all support your friends creating mm-hmm. something you don't have to like their stuff or follow them and like everything they do you just show love because they take time trading they are proud of you they do so I think that support is free but don't support just to support support not just for the music support because these are people you know and they try their best you know so support each other and not only into music into everything they do into school writing making art or doing things uh, every day you know daily life just support your friends and your family and everything they try and they do and tell them and help them to reach their goals because everybody can do that. Also I would like to to tell everybody that they are capable of everything they want to try and they may not reach what they want right now but they just gotta stay patient and continue working hard and giving their best daily. Also, don't overthink and worry too much about what's coming, and just live each day as your best day because you won't find an answer, and you won't find what the future has for you and is waiting for you. So just live each day, try to enjoy everything, every little thing. I don't know, even if it's just a a sunshine or a flower you see somewhere. Somebody you meet or a smile, Hmm. just a short moment, try to enjoy it. Even if you don't have a lot of time, take time for you, take some breaks and give yourself some time to experience new things, like maybe cooking or music, like me, or just try something. Try something every day and learn something new every day to just to try to get into a better mindset. Also, if you are maybe feeling bad at the moment or having some problems in your relationship, try to find something that can make you always happy and a way to always find joy. You cannot be, be happy every day because we are human and we have
2: happy as sad moments. So yeah. Just don't
0: forget that everything will always be better. It's just in life and relationship, and also in what you do in music, art, or daily life. Don't think that one thing will be stuck every day. Because I had a long time thinking that my music was dead. I had no more mm-hmm. audience and stuff. And what I see now is that it was wrong. So why thinking about it if you don't even know what's happening just enjoy everything you can and try to stay positive all day and yeah just share love and positivity we trust around there you know and always listen to your friends who need some support and enjoy your life (laughs) yeah that's it that's right
1: so guys support your friends your family be patient uh, and keep on working hard in everything that you do everything will take time but don't overthink it um enjoy life be in the moment um shout out love and positivity everywhere you are so yeah thank you so much for your time man uh, do you have any shout outs do you have Yo, any shout outs
0: for, for um some people that you just want to spread yeah. love yeah shout outs to my boy Maya Good my french uh, producer homies we always have lots of fun shout out to every people listening i wish you have a great day and uh, tomorrow will be awesome shout out to all my friends and yeah my family my best friends and everybody in the community shout out to to you man because you invited me yeah, it's super for nice for sure someone. anytime thank you
2: anytime
1: anytime so, Honshu, thank you so much for your time. I truly appreciate it. It's been a pleasure talking to you personally, uh, getting to know how
2: you think. Yeah, thank
1: and, you so And much. wow, I've, I'm so blessed today. So I'm, I'm really thankful. And I wish you all the best uh, for your future.
0: Yeah. Peace, man. Nice awesome.
1: And I also would like to thank everyone who has been listening up until this point. I hope you guys learned a lot of new things today. And, and... I hope this brings value and you can really apply it to your life, to your music career, or just other activities in your life. So yeah, I hope you guys have an amazing day. Please stay safe and take care. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.